truthfully, a lot of my TikTok videos are about one guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems like I'm like dating all these people, but I like, oh, it's mostly one guy who gave me. He's your muse. He's, he's my muse. <laughs> he gave me a lot of inspiration to use. My voice is a little raspy today from smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Digital footprint, it's deep, yeah, it's, it's, it's deep in the ground. You go to, and it's kind of just like, who fucking cares at the end of the day? Like I, like there's obviously certain things you don't want to put all over the internet. Like let's not blast our nudes everywhere. But at the same time, like opinion based stuff or like funny shit, it's like yeah, that's just who you are. Exactly. Wait, you want to kick it off? <sighs> I'm so flustered. Lane just had like a tough run trying to set up the podcast equipment. We we need to tech. I know, guy. like hungover trying to. You know, are you hungover? I didn't. I didn't know you said you had a yeah. night. She's definitely slightly. hungover. She's probably cool, but she's very. Do I have hungover. to hold this like close to my mouth? <laughs> it's a great question because I basically make out with the mic, but you definitely don't have to. Okay. Lane like deep throat. I hold the it mic. like this. I'm like So this is a perfect segue because we were just talking about how parents listen to everything. You can't say that. I'm kidding. <laughs> Welcome back. We have a very special guest today. I'm so excited and you wouldn't know because I fumbled the setup. <laughs> but we have... I don't think you fumbled the setup whatsoever. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is the fanciest thing of my life. Whenever I've tried to do a podcast, I just record it on my phone with my with all this like ambient sound. And <laughs> See? This is very legitimate. I'm well, very impressed by you. Thank you. Super excited to have you on. You're the host of... No Hobbies, Just Vibes podcast. And I just listened <laughs> like to that one episode, Lane. No one knows that, Fiona. Still a host. Still a host. But yes, welcome, Fiona. Like the queen of hot girl advice and dating advice on TikTok. I have been a fan <laughs> since the moment we met at Las Gaviotas last year. Was that last year or the year before? Last. It must last, have been last April. It, yeah, it was like day Time's going birthday. Birthday. Yeah, Way but too fast. I remember meeting you and being like, this chick is so fucking like cool. I was like, who the fuck is this girl, right? And then I saw you on TikTok. Like, I didn't know that you did content. TikTok, and I was man. like, is that fucking me? Yeah, right. You meet someone and then the phones get like yeah. linked. And you now, get, all, now all of a sudden you get all my videos. That's what's yeah, scary. Is like I, I go like, in the same room as someone and now I'm like, now they're going to see my shit. You know? No, that's a thing. And TikTok is... Based on proximity yeah. and, and phone numbers, days. also yeah. head on a swivel. <laughs> <laughs> also, do we have to look in the camera? Not really, because I'm like no, barely. No. I'm just no. looking at you guys. Okay. It's, yeah, yeah. I'm it's also just for YouTube, right? I'm just in the middle. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, guys, you're good. Okay, um, cool. No, but Fiona is literally the funniest person that exists on TikTok to date, and I'm glad you think it's yeah. fun. whenever whenever someone's like it's funny, I'm like good because I don't. <laughs> Like, I'm like, I'm glad. I love that feedback because yeah. sometimes Perfect. I don't know if, I, if people are thinking it's funny. I also, your laugh on your podcast, I audibly laughed after every time you laughed at <laughs> Rachel. And I was just like, this is My friend Rachel good. is so funny. She was she, she's like, so, the Riz quick witted. When you guys are talking about Riz, I was like, okay, that makes, wait, did I get that right? What? The, what, what is, yeah, we must have been talking about, I'm sure we were talking about Riz. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like, what, what, like, I was just like, you guys are fucking funny. Like the shit you say is like so clever. And the thing is, I have a lot. Like I'm not even that. I mean, I guess in my, <laughs> I guess in my friend groups, like, oop, a little windy today. I also just love that about California. Is you can just exist with the windows open. Like I'm from Florida. It's so fucking humid. You can't be out. You need AC at all times. 
I think that's another thing that we all definitely have in common. We're all from the East Coast. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we all came out here for similar reasons. But is there anything... Also, I'm just going to keep referencing your podcast episode because we just listened to it. And Rachel said something about how, like, I don't pit two bad bitches against each other. The East Coast and the West Coast are very <laughs> yeah, different. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that is the best. Because everyone always says, oh, you're from New York. Like, well, do you miss the East Coast? Like, which is better? And I'm like, mm-hmm. apples to oranges, truthfully. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, not so the same. hard to compare. You yeah. can't compare. There's good about both, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. West Coast is I mean, my yeah. vote right now. So you lived in San Diego. You moved to San Diego first? Yeah. So I'm from Connecticut. I went to school in New York City. I went to Fordham. Lived downtown. Wait, I didn't, Sorry, me too. I didn't know you went to Fordham. You went... You didn't go there. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I went to... Wait. <laughs> I went to wait. the Bronx for like a year and a half and I transferred to Lincoln Center. Wait, what the fuck? I went, what? To, I went to Rose Hill in the Bronx all four years. <laughs> what year did you graduate? 2019. Okay, I graduated 2016. So I guess okay. I had already, I left Thank right God. I was there. like, were we in the same grade <laughs> no, at because Fordham? I was like, weird. especially in Rose Hill, you know every person on the campus after a month. Right, like we would have known each other. Oh my, on one of your TikToks, I saw your Fordham cuff sweatshirt. I was like, she probably, I just thought you went to Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, okay, I'm sorry to cut you off. That just oh, made no. me excited. No one goes. To- wow, that's such a crazy connection. Small world. Well, you said New York, so I assumed. Where in New York are you from? Born in Manhattan. My family has a bakery in Hell's Kitchen. Nice. Ninth wow, Ave between so 44th cool. and 45th. But crazy. Wow. Okay, I'm sorry. So Connecticut, Fordham. Yep, so I go to Fordham. I graduate, start working, living downtown, living in the East Village. Love it. Where in the East Village? Decrepit. Um, Degenerate. I started on you guys are gonna laugh at this I started on when I graduated from Fordham it was like a quick turnaround when I got my job had to find a place found one with a Fordham friend and it was on Houston between F C and D you were deep in Alphabet City I was deep <laughs> in deep Alphabet City Alphabet to City. walk to the subway that summer to like drenched I had to yeah drenched walking 15 <laughs> minutes like it was wait I love this because I also lived in the East Village when I lived in New York but I was on like 12th and A so like that's what, what I moved to Sam 12th up, and A what was your <laughs> above, the, above the dog cafe a Boris and Horton, Horton. Oh, I would Boris go there every fucking I was obsessed with that place it just like gave I, me a my little, like, building was above I lived above we were that. literally neighbors I was a little bit like I was like one block away like closer to the train over there and like over um that's drop so off service that like old dive bar that used to be yep. a literal laundromat yeah 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 so funny that's so weird that we were like walking in the same I love that neighborhood me too Small I world. love the East Village I love the grit but the apartments it's just shit show it's a closet I literally had no and window. I was living on the sixth story oh, walk up brutal six story so walk ups like, um, the cockroaches. Yep. Yep. Out of control. I, did you have a window in your bedroom? Out of control. You did. The summer apartment, the one that I lived on C and D, which was <laughs> disgusting. I lived there with like one of my guy friends from college, one of my girlfriends, her boyfriends. So it was really fun because it yeah. was like an extension from Fordham. That's yeah. that is like one of the beautiful things about going to school in the city. Then you like can keep the ball rolling exactly. pretty easily. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of just like, and in New York, you're barely home. We'd go it's to work, oh, and then yes. you'd go to happy hour. You'd come back at eleven. Wash that's your it. makeup off. Go Pass to bed. Out. Yeah. yeah, that's what I would say all the time, dude. Like, but post COVID New York, I don't know if I could have. Like, I think I would have literally fallen to pieces. Like, I couldn't. I had 
my bedroom in New York City was a quarter of the size of this room. It had no window. I couldn't even <laughs> fit a full size. My full size bed touched both walls. I didn't have a dresser. So you would just like jump on Li- the bed. No, literally like fell right over. I had like a little bit of clearance to like the left of my bed where I had a stacked books that I like would put water on top of. And then all of my clothes were shoved under my bed in those like Amazon like boxes, the like the felt bins. And I was just like so stoked i was like i'm I'm here i was like i'm living my dream like i was like loving it but it's an absolute shit show like and that's the time to do do it it, right like early 20s like put your time in in new york get the experience like yeah and then and then if i can afford to live in new york city the way that i want to again Mm -hmm. amazing or at least spend time there amazing but i better start fucking hustling because i gotta make a big bag to of cash in order to do that. The funny thing about New York, I feel like we've talked about this too, but like I was so fucking broke, like disgusting broke. I was in so much credit card debt, but I <laughs> and like I like I just like swiping away. Me and my friend Allie, who you guys both would love, she's from Jersey, she's fucking amazing. But we would like go to the bars and we would like trade off, like we were like you got balance on your card, you got balance. We just like see you had it that night. Like you want to try? Like I would literally be at make believe in like Lower East Side. Just getting my card denied because I was it was like maxed out. It was so <laughs> bad, like looking back on it. But we were just having yeah, you're so having much, a ball, like so much fun. And it was like if everything felt kind of fake, I was like, money will come. I'll figure it out at some point. <laughs> but like this is my time to just like go for it. You Absolutely, know? so Absolutely. bad. Have you been back to New York post COVID? Just to visit, just to visit friends. I don't know if you feel this way, but I feel like it is strange. Like, it's mm-hmm. not the same. Yeah, it is. Like, Maybe that's the elitist asshole in me, but, like, my relationship has changed with it so much, too, because, so, essentially, I am living in my East Village apartment. COVID happens. I go home to Connecticut, spend most of the time at my parents' place. I get used to working from home, having a kitchen. I could mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I could make an omelet for breakfast. Wow, and I could go in my backyard yeah. and... Go on a walk around the block and like, you know, I I got comfortable with these luxuries, um, would go back to New York that summer of 2020 and was almost, I was getting really anxious in New York, mm-hmm. although it had been mm-hmm. like where I always wanted to live, loved living there. Me, my friend Eva, who I don't know if you both have met, but she lives in San Diego and one of our other friends, we all grew up together in Connecticut. We start shooting the shit. We start shooting around ideas and we're like, we should just go work from home in California. Mm-hmm. My lease is ending in New York September 1. Let We should do it. You know, I got I got now extra rent money. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's get out of here. So we rent a place for September 2020 in PB on Chelsea, <laughs> nice. right on the beach. Love Best it. Best fucking month of our yeah, life. Like after two days, I left Connecticut being like, I'm probably not coming back for a little yeah. like i'm gonna go live in cat like why wouldn't i this sounds yeah. great COVID's happening working from home whatever and after two days in pb i was like yeah so i'm staying and i have my suitcase in a backpack and i was like i'm saying i'm gonna try to find a month-to-month lease are either of you down even melissa mm-hmm. my two friends who i was with they both like couldn't commit so they leave at the end of the month and i stay and i move into a month-to-month apartment on diamond street Wait, can I ask, like, yeah. when you made that decision, did you have friends here other than even Melissa, or were you just like, I'm going to do this alone? We had, I had one of my friends who's one of my closest friends, Brianna, who maybe you've met through SD Network mm-hmm. as well. We went to Fordham together. She was a year older than me at Fordham. We were friendly at Fordham, Fordham maybe. <laughs> but we didn't spend so much time yeah. together. We were neighbors, whatever. Um, so we hung out with her all of September 2020, 
that's when I met Kayla Azodi mm-hmm. through Brianna, just through Brianna and her and like a bonfire. Yeah. So I'm starting to catch a vibe. And but like for me, I was just like the beach, the I'll meet people. I'll make friends. No oh, worries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I got a bike. I didn't have a car. I had my I got a bike. I was burden around. Love I it. was like. I got the beach like no it was like no shoes no shirt no problem yeah, it was like, <laughs> nothing can go wrong nothing I have this weather and then Eva okay so Eva and Melissa leave right Eva and Eva kept being like I'm coming back I'm coming back and I was like I'll, I'll believe it when I see it so this is when the story takes a turn too obviously so they both fly back to the east coast Eva lands and is like bitch I gotta come the fuck back it's <laughs> so right back on the now, plane. you know back. like October 1 and I'm like posting this Facebook group she posts find a per- finds a perfect situation like a furnished cute girl cat friend whatever like it it the stars all aligned and she was back by halloween oh, so i was that. really only alone for, for like weeks, yeah. and then one of my best friends you know we grew up together she comes right yeah. back that's phenomenal. and then from there and now she and her boyfriend live on cast wow that's yeah great. did she meet her boyfriend out here too? i was gonna say yep, met her boyfriend out here isn't that crazy how like little decisions like forks in the road and you decide to do one thing it's it just so crazy that's like the trajectory of your life in a completely new direction it's so isn't that wild. weird that there's like infinite we were t- we were joking about this the other day there's like infinite possibilities yeah. right so you really do have to think about the possibility that you want to come mm-hmm. true like it yeah. is possible yeah oh yeah and if you don't believe it like you're the only one holding yourself back or hindering yourself because you really don't know what's gonna happen at all i mean if you would have told me that i'd be on a couch hanging with you guys yeah. and I- i'm meeting someone who went to fordham and we all used to live in new york city and now we, we all live to in circle city. back to fordham I'm, quick. but i'm like sh- shocked because also we all have such similar but different like scenarios with it because I came out here with a roommate she decided to go back and I was like I need to be here so I came back but then I met her so quickly that I was like I and if it wasn't for the SD network I say this at nauseum but like I wouldn't have had such a community so fast and maybe I wouldn't have loved it as much but it's like that it's like the infinite possibility of that I have the best friends of my entire life that I've made in the past five months of being here that I couldn't have like thought of yeah so yeah. i don't know san diego's a special place it really I is i feel like so i've heard is. so many different stories of people even online too like you come here and it's so hard to leave like i don't know what it is about this place or maybe even just california but also i don't know we got to get into la because we got to talk about the la i was gonna say we gotta get into it just because like i feel like if i move to la straight off the bat I would I would probably be like maybe no. back to New York because New York, in my opinion, is better than LA. Agreed. Yes. But California in general better than New York, but like between the two cities, so it's just San Diego has like some really magic secrets. Absolutely, sauce. starting your foot on LA yeah. would be a hard introduction to California because you're missing so much of like the yeah. accessibility to the beach and like mm-hmm. I don't know the San yeah. Diego and just like atmosphere. the vibe you right, know? right I mean LA's a vortex in the sense that it's all like heavily status driven where mm-hmm. New York has like sprinkles of pockets of that but it's way it's not less the culture whereas like yeah so it's what was the pipeline like, of you from San Diego to LA because yeah, I feel like I want to I need to know so I was I thoughts so I was in New York right like Thought I would live there. I had never been to California when I flew out here to move to San Diego. Wild. Keep that in mind. Okay, that's I'd never even been to California. I had been, you know, traveled to Europe a good amount. But, like, my – I think that – my parents are going to listen to this and be like, Fiona, that's not true. <laughs> but, like, my parents are, like, so East Coast, like, yeah. Boston, whatever, that they're always like, eh, California. Like, I feel like they never – we never took a trip out here because yeah. they were kind of like – 
my mom was like, eh, whatever. Probably because she didn't want me to yeah. like get a taste and not come back. <laughs> I feel like, are like we don't living? bring Fiona to California because she's, she's going to love never it. Leaving. But my whole childhood, too, people are like, especially when I was at Fordham, one of my best friends actually is from L.A. And we mm-hmm. went to Fordham together. And people get us confused. And she's blonde, too. So people would be like, oh, Fiona is... Fiona from, from LA and Bergen's from Connecticut and Bergen would get pissed. She'd be like, I'm the one from LA, oh my bitch. God, that's so You're funny. from Hartford CT. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm <laughs> I'm from Cali. Um, but anyway, so so you have New York here, Pacific Beach, best I was like kind of reflecting on this before coming to talk to you guys. Best year and a half <laughs> of my life. Like such yeah. a special time. Yeah. Post grad. It's COVID. I got to move out here. Never in my life would I have thought that I would have had that time to like live in PB. And it was just incredible. I almost like don't think I'd be able to recreate Mm -hmm. that because it was so low responsibility too. like I said, I like had a mattress on the floor in my one like, you know, just going to the beach every day, Mm -hmm. working from home a little. Um, So I was working for HBO, HBO Max. We have a lot of cool events going so obviously it's tv entertainment a lot of cool events happening in mm-hmm. la as things starts picking back up post-covid or i guess 2022 i we were going back into the office gotcha could i have stayed in san diego for sure and been like i'll drive up once mm-hmm. a week or once every two weeks absolutely like I, I don't think that would have been a problem but i was kind of getting an itch to just go I am a little bit like I want to be in the scene mm-hmm. like I am someone who's kind of like cool, cool party like I want to yeah. get invited like go to every know. event possible yeah yeah so I've been loving it for um I guess now I've been there a little over like a year and a half in LA and it's been great for what it is like I've mm-hmm. loved I've had so many cool experiences met a lot of different cool people um but I don't I'm starting to kind of think about okay I want to live alone what am I doing with my career I'm starting Mm -hmm. to really like get in touch with like what do I think the next moves are that will make me happiest for sure I think it's really cool that you've had both experiences and I think it's so relatable though too it's like because San Diego is such like a slow pace of life and thinking about your situation when you came out here like post-grad at the time of the world when you were out here Everything was super slow all over the place. Totally. So you were like in the most perfect perfect time to be here. You were in the most like the best heavenly weather. Yeah. For that phase. And when things started picking up, it's so natural to be like, wait a second. Like San Diego's where people come to like chill and retire, like move in with their (laughs) partner, like kind of vibe. Like I'm I'm ready to hustle. I want to be in the mix. You live in California. You want to go get that experience. So like I think L.A. is the perfect place for you to get all of that yeah while you still know all the things you love and, and appreciate can, about san diego and then come come back i was gonna say drive like, down I'm here easy i'm coming back next weekend to yeah. san diego especially oh, during yeah. the summer like yeah. last summer i was down here you know probably six times like yeah. i would come all the time my best friend eva's here brianna kayla's from san diego like i have so many close friends yeah. now who are in san diego um or from san diego so that's a beautiful thing too and LA there's still things like I don't think I'm finished with LA Mm -hmm. but I don't know if I see my roots you know if I'm like okay I'm gonna be here for a while because especially with content creation as I'm leaning more into that I'm like I technically could be anywhere yeah I want to like be swimming in crystal clear blue water I want to go to back I studied abroad in France and I'm like I want to go back there like if I'm single and I do have a job that would allow me to travel. Do maybe it. I'll go Why somewhere not take else. Advantage. Yeah. Exactly. That's so cool. If it's no strings attached, like maybe Wait. maybe go like make a Can I ask? Okay, so yeah. you're single. Yeah. Can we get into dating? 
please let's let's dive in what are the differences in dating in san diego versus dating in la as a single girl with all the hot girl tips out there what are the differences between dating in san diego and la i think the guys are different you know the people are just different it's surf culture Mm -hmm. or surfer beach kind of first at least in la jolla pb where Mm -hmm. i spent a lot of time in kind of city second Whereas in LA, it's city first and the beach is kind of like a nice bonus that's there, Mm -hmm. I feel. I guess maybe if you're living in Venice, it's, you know, it's a specific culture to that neighborhood. But I don't, I'm trying to, I I struggle to even pinpoint. I know I make videos about like East Coast guys were Sandy. But then I like, whenever I make a claim, I'm always like second guess. I'm like, is that, I'm generalizing people, which is never like super accurate. Yeah. But it's just more sceny in LA, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like. The guys are participating in the like social climbing cloudiness too. Whereas I like guys here. I definitely am, I think, more attracted to like a down to earth Mm kind of guy doesn't take himself too seriously. Like people in LA do a lot of times take themselves pretty seriously. So guys and girls, when you're meeting people, it's kind of like, what can you do for me? What can I do for you? What's the transaction here? Oh, you have status. That makes you more attractive. And I, I... you know, make TikToks, worked in at HBO for a bit, got to do some fun things, but I'm not, I want to brand myself as like, I'm a normal girl. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm just like anyone else. Yeah. I'm not trying to be someone that I'm not. Right. So I don't relate to quite as many, I think guys, um, based on that. That makes total sense. Yeah. We were just saying also that it's so hard when you have a digital footprint like this and you have a podcast and TikToks and you put so much of your thought and your mind out there on the internet, people kind of cling to that. And then you're like, well, hey, I still reserve the right to kind of change my mind because I saw your hesitation with the, you know, I make claims and it's like, oh, it's it's supposed to be taken lightheartedly. But then do you ever find that people will hold you to like a TikTok you've made forever ago because the algorithm yes. will just serve you something from months ago yes i was telling sam before we started that like one of my guy friends was giving me a hard time yesterday being like and he always gives me a hard time because i will say things on tiktok being like i like guys with long hair yeah. and he's like losing his hair <laughs> and he's always like why do you have to do he'll like comment on the video and then i'll text him he'll be like he'll be like fiona yeah like why do you have to do the, do me like this whatever and yesterday he's like yeah when you said in that video that you know take his hat off and see what's under the hat. And I was like, did I say that? I was like, I don't think I said that. And he was like, and I was like, I think I've said I like guys with long hair. And he was like, no, you said something about a hat, taking the hat off. And I was like, I don't remember saying that. So I think there are like old TikToks too, where I'm like, I never, I never said, but maybe I did. That was me months ago. Yeah, that was the old me. Like, I don't, I don't say those things anymore. But I guess like with guys too and, and comparing types of people I'll be like east coast guys are better but then I'm on the east coast and I'm like they're all the same they're all the same like there's no like better here better there like I will say though the one time I went out in LA like a few bars guys would come up and be like so are you gonna buy me a drink and I go absolutely not and then last night when we're out no guys come up to you or they'll wait till you buy your drink take it off the bar and they're like hey I'm like you didn't just wait till he handed me my drink to then start talking to also, me because you didn't want to buy me a drink. Lane has like, which I appreciate oh, I about you. Lane has very standards. strict standards and rules for guys in like the courting phase, whether it's like, like first time meeting, whatever. She's like, you're going to treat me like. Yeah. Like, like, like I've seen my dad treat my mom and my yeah. brothers treat the girls they date. I just think I've seen it. And it's one of those things where like, I just, I know that everyone has their own take on it. But for mm-hmm. me, I'm very much like, 
No, if you're trying to like impress me, you're hitting on me at a bar, which is a tough thing to do regardless. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm meeting the love of my life at uh, the local in PB. But I will say, you know, the least you could do is buy a drink to like really show that you're interested in someone. If not, you're just it's like. Also, that's so fucking low effort. It's so <laughs> like, low effort. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you can't even do that or you're like, why would I buy you a drink? I'm like, you're not going to like me two yeah. weeks down the line even. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm not. Let's not start off on the wrong foot of me being like, no, it's totally fine. Like no like yeah. you should be picking me up and i just i like that traditional chivalry yeah, i'm like starting her. to get clear on and and the past couple of months i haven't really been dating as much especially as i'm like trying to bring in abundance into my life with mm -hmm. career and with creativity like trying mm -hmm. to just figure things out i think i've needed to like tune yeah. that out in order to get in touch with myself a bit more and i'm starting to get clear on okay this is like what i expect i like the way you put that because for me it was like I know I feel this way. I know I want a man who's going to pursue me and also like take me out to dinner, like mm -hmm. do those things that I really enjoy. But society's like, oh, well, you should be an independent woman. I'm like, does that not make me independent? Because like you want to take me out to dinner and court me and show me that you are investing time into me. I it just I think it's also I need to like rewrite, like you said, like what was being thrown at us through all of social yeah. media and i think it's also just like what like everybody's different and what they like in someone or what they find attractive like those are things that like you find yeah. attractive and what you want in a guy yeah. so it doesn't matter for whatever reasons or if somebody else agrees with it or not that's exactly you so right. that's what that's the guy that makes sense for and you. i finally accepted that where i'm like if there's a guy that's like oh well like why should i pay for you i'm like you, you don't have to but you're just you and i don't mesh them right like, we're not we don't have the same core values so like just yeah yeah it's like an exchange of needs mm -hmm. like what like getting clear on like what i need from someone because you can't change a person yeah. you just want to find someone that you base level want to work towards the same goal towards because right. i was in a relationship where i was like oh maybe i'm gonna make gonna make you want to travel around the world with me and it's like that's not that I was know, never gonna right? happen. You don't want to. You want someone to just in, innately do these things mm -hmm. because it's what they want. The connection do. is there. Yeah, exactly, and it's what they want to do. Absolutely, two yeah. individuals coming together. All of these are like the things that I'm like <laughs> yeah. trying to lay on. That I'm like, this is what I want. But agreed, it's and also it's like you don't want to. I think there's ultimately a pressure to like lower your expectations so that you can get into a relationship. Like there's a pressure on people, women yeah. in general. So I think just like. I'm That's I'm like I'm sticking it out for the long run because I yeah. love my life so I think it's interesting too when it comes to date and you're like you're what, how old are you 25 25 yeah so we're 28 27 25 so like all of like <laughs> different stages of our 20s but I think it's also really interesting like those needs that you're talking about and like getting clear on what it is that you want it changes throughout your 20s right like based on like who Absolutely. you are and totally what you're, you're looking for sometimes you are just looking for fun yeah. you're looking for a physical you know relationship yeah. you're looking for this and exactly like it's this it past changes. year i'm changing i want to talk about like get some advice from you yeah. guys too about your relationship and i know you have your new boyfriend yeah so i want your wisdom in terms of like how yeah i guess you maybe through your 20s have gotten clear oh on like God. this is what I want and then when you meet someone where you're like this, this feels good mm -hmm. I think like for perspective on this like when I was your age I had gotten engaged to be married with a guy right and before that I was like in another like it's like I was so unhinged in like my early 20s and so not clear on like who I mm -hmm. was and who I wanted to be with and so like I don't know I've just changed so much and what I looked for in guys has changed a lot only through getting to know myself better and right. spending so much time mm -hmm. alone. Like, I don't regret anything, especially from a relationship perspective, but 
if I had like a daughter and would give her advice mm-hmm. in the situation I was in, I would have been like, there is no timeline. Slow down and just like right. get to know yourself first right. before you would ever like try to connect or like intercept life with somebody else because when you meet someone and you get a relationship you guys are like going off and doing your own things then you're like wires get crossed then you just start going into the same direction and that's scary to do in your early 20s because that's before all this crazy transformational shit happens so you don't really know like is that actually where i want to go right that's just such a big commitment to make early on so like yeah my advice is just take your time right yeah there really is no rush i was in an eight-year relationship from 18 to 27 and I don't know if what's the right way to go about it but I do think that having your own like you were saying like figure out what you want first so then you can go out and welcome other people and you don't morph into other people's wants and needs is the most important and really the only way to do that even when I'm feeling anxious like day to day or kind of confused about how I feel about a situation all you can really do is tune everything out right and just kind of center yourself and be like how do I actually feel right now what do I need what does my body need and so if you can't if you don't have the ability or there's a circumstance preventing you from turning down the volume mm-hmm. of other people, it must be confusing to figure it out. Audio only now. Audio, audio you can only. give a tease on TikTok. Yeah. Ariana. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just okay. leave a little note, like listen to the rest. Now we can talk about whatever we want. <laughs> wow. Fuck. My only contribution to the tech side no! of the operation has fully failed. I apologize. You can't change the past. Only can really like use those lessons to mm-hmm. like better your future. Yeah. Absolutely. I totally agree with that yeah i would also say like mm, dating is just so fun too like there's so many like like you know all about is it though (laughs) i think like i don't know i because i'm what i'm dealing with right now like we're talking about like relationship advice Mm -hmm. i'm having a hard time being in a new relationship because i'm like breaking up with being single for I, so I long. saw your video I liked that a lot yeah I related to that I think that that's something that maybe mm-hmm. not I'm necessarily struggling with but something I should maybe start coming to terms with yeah. as I'm like starting to think about okay what do I want in a serious relationship mm-hmm. yeah. because when you love your freedom and you love your autonomy it's like you mm-hmm. have to create space in your life in order to attract someone else in right and, if you're yeah. not leaving any space for them the universe is like girl you don't there's no room yeah and like I feel like it's it's I just wasn't prepared for how it feels when because I felt like I spent a lot of time like creating that space in my life or feeling really like good and independent and solid and I've Mm -hmm. been dating and like trying like just like putting myself out there because I knew like ultimately I want to like find somebody and like share my life with somebody whatever so I felt really ready for the relationship and now being in the relationship I'm having to confront a lot of like like just how to be better in a relationship and not like repeat these same patterns and also like a lot of the things that I had struggled with in my previous relationship are kind of like bubbling up to the surface now that I'm in this new one Mm -hmm. with this new like amazing person and I'm like it's just it's really hard like I'm having a hard time transitioning I'm have a hard time like when I'm going through something I go I go inward like I don't want to share that with somebody but he like wants to be there for me or whatever and I'm like I just want to be alone like I haven't like I've been alone like Lane knows like I've been in a weird mindset these past few days and like I'm not being open to him helping me through that I'm like I just want to do it alone like I don't want I don't want you anywhere near me like no it's I don't know it's just weird but that's not how I should be doing it well it's also like you have to give yourself some grace because you're in this serious relationship you're engaged so maybe it's bringing up things of like okay I'm back in another serious relationship and that probably was hard when you broke up yeah so maybe it's a little bit of like for sure and it's kind of just like I think 
the fear of losing independence after you mm. worked so hard to like bring that into your life mm-hmm. is I think right. subconsciously what's so scary to me where I'm mm. like whenever I feel like stressed or anxious I don't want to I don't know it's just interesting it's like I can get through this on my own and that's how I know how to do it now and right. I just want to do it alone I don't want it's like where do you get fit in this is gonna be me to a T it's <laughs> me to a T I'm like this is gonna be this is gonna be a struggle no. I yeah it's real as fuck this guy's been through the ringer with me dude but I think so I mean chaotic. that is dating in a hole and I think another really good resource I want to talk about your book club and the book calling in the Mm -hmm. one because i have another really good friend who's like lane you need this like you need to read this because it's like i'm already in that's where like all a lot of these things that i'm saying are like coming (laughs) from the book honestly um i love that so what how did you like how did you land on that book mm -hmm. and then how did you start your book club okay so two weeks ago my friend leave who has almost nakey who like if you guys i should connect reconnect you to her um because she's always doing like cool fun things and she's i think she would be a great person for you guys yeah yes excellent person for you guys to have on um and just do more things with her but so she calls me up and is like we're always talking about dating relationships (laughs) stuff always joking around she's like hilarious as well i like made some tiktoks of her at wind and sea last year when we were at the beach i think and i've seen those i know which ones you're talking yeah, about yeah she has really good rachel is the other girl who i made one. i'm gonna go so, deep dive so funny yeah they're like she's just an awesome girl and she calls me being like so fiona you got to get this book it's called calling in the one a girl who was a couple years older i think from la jolla recommended it to leave the older girl, her name's Chelsea. She did it with a group of her friends because it is designed to do it with a group. Oh, a really? Book club. Oh, yes. Cool. Yes. It's like a course. It's. I heard they're like exercises at the end. Exercises. It's like seven weeks essentially with a little exercise each okay. day. You shouldn't wow. like journaling. You know, it should yeah. take you more than like 20, 30 minutes. But to hold yourself accountable, you should do it with other people, reflect, et cetera. It has that even like in the introduction. Um, and like setting your intention as a group and other people knowing your intentions is really important too. Hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. Hold you accountable, exactly. Um, so she calls me up. While we're on the phone, I'm like, girl, say less. The book is on the way. Like <laughs> I got it on Amazon Prime and it was, I was like, it'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> it, it comes in the mail the next day. So this is probably only two weeks ago now. Oh, so this is, this is very recent. Gotcha. This is all very recent. We still have time to join. <laughs> Do oh, we? Yeah. yeah the, well, let's get in there. I'm in. Chapter I'm in one meeting is we had the intro call. Last week in chapter, we got a meeting tomorrow. Love oh that. I'll put so you in fun. on the email. I love it. It's on the so, email alias. Yeah. And we're doing a book giveaway. There might still be free books available. So. I know. I saw I saw your TikTok. Such a good that. idea too. Side note. Brilliant yeah, idea. I it really is. For you. So um, it's all, it all is pretty cool how it's happened. So I get the book in the mail. I'm like hung over like this, <laughs> sounding like a frog. And I get on TikTok and make the video. <laughs> It performs really well to the point where the book sells out on Amazon, the book selling out all these different places. It's jumping up in the charts. I email the author being like, I think I made the subject like viral TikTok sells out book or something like that. She responds immediately being like, holy shit, we are trying to figure out what's going, what the hell is like, going wow. on. Oh, She's God. like, we need to. T-. So I talked to her people at Penguin Random House, you know, marketing people, whatever. Catherine Woodward Thomas is the author of the book. She's incredible lady. She's written a bunch of different books, working on another one. We get on the call. I tell her people are interested in doing a book club. I'm going to do. So she's helping me, coaching me through how to conduct the book club. And you also can become a coach in this book. She trains people in in various of her books because it's kind of like a manifestation, like life coaching type spiritual, you know, like practice. Yeah. 
she coaches people. Um, you know, the, the class is, it, it costs a chunk of change and you have to commit a couple months to it. But she wants me to do it now after we finish the book club, which could be cool because then I could, maybe that could be like a service that, that I offer. offer. Yeah. I love that. And I have always been very interested in psychology. And you're also helping other people and it's such a direct mm -hmm. way. While like, yes, your videos are so entertaining and I always find like, comedy and everything you are directly helping people but this would just be like a step further agreed and i listen to jay shetty's podcast yes. a lot my mom loves him too and the root of his advice a lot of times is like service of others like mm. what are you doing to help people even like sd network yeah. like it's fun for you and you get to explore these things but like also the joy of yeah. seeing people make friends like that's really where the passion and the drive and that's where the success is going to come mm. from so mm. similarly the TikTok has been great but I haven't felt a real extension of community mm. yes. so then we get on the book club we do the intro call last week I made a Google form and after I left it up for a day already 257 wow. people had signed up that's so why I close it right and people are like up oh, the wazoo like I need to get in the book club I need to get in the book club and I'm like I had to close it because yeah. like I can't have a thousand people on zoom yeah had to figure out the logistics so we closed it there so we're getting you know probably last week we had 70 people 70 women join wow this is all over the so world there were cool. girls from like the uk calling in i love and see that's what the power of social media sure there are yes, negative sides yes, but you're yes. connecting with people that you never would have come across ever totally. ever if it wasn't for this tool totally and now That's it's like opening it. me up to something where I'm like, oh, this has legs for me. Like this is mm -hmm. something it's in with my, you know, it's in line with my niche already. Mm -hmm. It's in line with my interest and it has a service community Perfect. women's wellness aspect. So it's kind of like linking a lot of my interests. Yeah. Um, and it happens so organically. I think that's when like mm -hmm. like the best things come from just by accident. You're by like, accident. I didn't seek this out necessarily. I wasn't mm -hmm. like, let mm -hmm. me try to like force this to work. It was yeah. just all, like authentic to what you yeah. were doing alone. And like, Absolutely. it's just so cool. And that's what I find on social media too, which I'm sure you guys can relate is I don't usually like that TikTok. I wasn't posting it being like, hopefully this goes viral mm -hmm. and yeah. the book sells out and I become in touch with the author. Like I was just doing it to like make like, a video for the day. Yeah, yeah. So that's when you, it especially feels right. And when is when the door kind of just opens. Cause it's like, yeah. you're being pushed in a direction. 100%. So I felt really at peace the past like week or two. And then I was at home in Connecticut with my family. My parents were like so supportive. That's the like, best feeling too. Really so awesome. good for you. So that was exciting. So I'm excited. Wait, congrats. To, That's yeah. huge. Congratulations. Yeah. That's really cool. It does cool. kind of feel like a new, okay, maybe I'm moving in this direction And when you now. get that synergy and like those little synchronicities where like now you're in touch with the author and you're going down this completely mm -hmm. different path. It's yeah. Like you were talking before. It's the infinite. Like you didn't know that this could happen. No. Probably never thought of it. And no. now this is like very much your reality. Right. Absolutely. And it was like, it was so fun for me to prepare for the call, mm -hmm. to get on, to be the moderator. Like, and we kept it super light and, you know, fun. These women were so eloquent and yeah. supportive, so much love after. So the author joined the first call, which was great. She's going to join midway through and then she's going to join At the, the final call. Great. So but cool. even tomorrow, so tomorrow's chapter one, she and I will have a call like for 20 minutes before just because she like, you know, I can ask her questions yeah. or whatever. Um, because this is my first time doing the course. I'm doing yeah. it with everyone. I like read a chapter ahead. So I kind of know what direction yeah, like, we're going in. Yeah. But it's also like I'm 
I'm along for the journey with all of these people so too. Cool. So that's what's that's fun is great. I'm like, I don't really know much more. You know, I'm kind of more of a moderator than yeah. necessarily coaching. For sure. Yeah, you're like now. fully in it. Which makes it, I think, a little bit more comfortable, too. Um, and it's kind of like a support group on both. I don't know. Like, it sounds, like, really cool. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's just, like, everyone's, like, meeting at the same playing field. And we're, yes. like, let's just talk about all of our different thoughts around yes. it. Or what, like, like aha moment did you have that mm -hmm. I didn't have? And then mm -hmm. it can, like, generate different thoughts. And, like, I yeah. don't know. It's so freaking cool. So we kind of, like, start off. Um, Catherine coached me through like I start off by like reading a little poem to ground people mm -hmm. and then I go in sharing my thoughts mm -hmm. and then like we open it up to everyone else and she gives me good responses for like when people share things um, you know instead of like giving someone advice you're there mm -hmm. being like I hear you I see you kind of yeah. like validating validation and then we go out into breakout rooms cool. with like four or five people in each and people, have like discussions yep and each people That's do a breakout so room and then come so it's like an I think we did it for an hour last week which is like a perfect amount of time yeah everyone gets to talk um and yeah after so my best friend from like childhood is on the call too uh -huh. she's doing the so calling in the fun. one thing and yeah she's like crying on the zoom like as and I'm like I can't look at her <laughs> at one point I literally was like I can't look at her else I'm gonna start laughing because she's in there like a girl is sharing a story and I see my best friend sitting there like crying you don't want to be the one to laugh and I can't be the one to laugh so I'm literally like Twitch. I'm literally like I can't look at her you turn your camera off and <laughs> yeah, yourself I, sh I shut hers off um but then after you know she immediately facetimes me and was like do so having her support yeah. too and having that outside validation from people that have known you before through yeah. the process and seeing you do that is mm -hmm. it's such a great feeling because like you have that feeling in yourself you're like I think I'm on the right path right and then to have someone be like no I saw you light up and this is one of my yes, favorite questions yes. to ask the day of that first call, did you wake up before your alarm? So for the first intro call for the yeah. book club. So I was actually, I was a little anxious because I was flying from uh, Connecticut to L.A. that day. Oh, wow. Landing in LA, in L.A. at 1 p.m. Call at 5 p.m. Oh, yeah. Flight was at like 9, 8. You know, I was waking up early in Connecticut. So I think I was a little stressed because I was like, also, this will be bad if like the flight's delayed. Yeah. And, you, like, and then I have to the like first. email everyone. Just kidding. It's going to next week. You know, yeah. I of course, for now, this is all unpaid stuff. So I don't think anyone would be like, you know, upset yeah. with me. Right. But I want to take it seriously, especially since I'm working with the author and like I do see like a future yeah. for this project yeah. so um so I was a little bit like he like hopefully no delays <laughs> and then it all worked out you know I was like pretty tired but um then when I really sat down at my apartment and was like okay let me prepare I was like this is so I like kind of had to check in and be like wait I'm not anxious I'm excited yeah. like yeah. this is natural to me this feels good um after Catherine the author was like I have no feedback like you're this is extremely natural for you I think that you know you got it girls and then I spoke to someone last week actually who like ma uh, manages her training programs mm -hmm. in these books and similarly we had a great call and she was like reading my vibe and was like I think this is I think this is really good for you like I yeah. Hell yeah. That's yeah. the best. So, Dude, dare I say the girl with no hobbies and just vibes has a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> dare I say I'm doing something. I know. It, it was New about hobby. time. It was about time uh, for me to be like, okay, I'm going to take, I need to like take life a little more seriously I'm now. Good. 
what do I want to do? So freaking good. Yeah, good beyond just making TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now that just becomes a vehicle to have your passion project yeah. become your life. And I think because like a lot of my, you know, my brand pillars are the advice. Mm-hmm. So I do get a lot of DMs. And even last year when I first moved to LA, I got a lot of girls being like, can we talk on the phone? Mm-hmm. And it, of course, felt very unnatural to ever charge people mm-hmm. yeah. for that time because I'm not certified in anything. Yeah. Yeah. There's not like a legitimacy like backing me mm-hmm. whereas now if I do want to offer that as a service I can have this like whole like the coaching train. title yeah, yeah exactly where I'm like okay this actually makes sense makes versus like sense. yeah I you know Venmo me to talk yeah. on the phone like I was doing it for free but yeah. it was like very draining um just because I was like doing balancing well, it's a lot like, of energy to put in like a lot of energy absolutely. yeah a, a lot, lot of, of energy. energy exactly so I did it for like a couple of weeks and then I was kind of like okay I think I need to like Reel it in. Need to put yeah. this on the back burner. So I'm happy that it's like kind of coming full circle mm-hmm. now where I'm like, oh, I'm glad I didn't force it then. Mm-hmm. And now it's going to feel more natural 100%. and probably work better. So it's like, I just have believed this for my entire life, but everything just genuinely happens for a reason. And it's yeah. so cool seeing stuff like this and just like seeing how much cool stuff people are doing on just like through social media things I know and, like, all the, like doors and opportunities it opens up it's just really inspiring to I know me to see people just like out there like figuring shit out it's like really SD cool. Network started with you being like I want to meet more girls in San Diego same like exact same, thing. Yeah. it's just an organic thing and now it's yeah. like this could one day be your you yeah. know whole career yeah which exactly. is so crazy to think about and it's, shit changes all the time it's like what we were talking about with dating how like you think you want something right now and then something else mm-hmm. might you might want something different down the line and it's just like the more that you like allow yourself to be yourself and put yourself out there and right. take risks and take chances like the more doors open for you and it gives you more opportunities to like I don't know like live the life that you like really want to do so just cool to see you're yeah. very yourself online and like do things that are very true to you and yeah. I think it just is like coming out in like really like awesome ways thank so. you I, I feel the same about both of you guys and that's oh, exciting why we can connect because yeah. it's like motivating to be like oh look at what she's doing yeah. like I want to do something like that yeah and that's sure. why I asked you the question about the alarm thing because there are certain days like when I know we're filming or recording an episode or you know like we're having a guest on or this or that I wake up and I'm not even I'm like out of bed before my alarm and I have to turn it off like so it doesn't start ringing when I'm like already up because I just think when you find what really lights you yeah, up like that, yeah, so natural. it just becomes like everything is exciting, like you said. Right. It's not, it's not this chore. It's not this to-do list. It's mm-hmm. like you're so excited to get things done or to just to like be in it. Yeah. Right. No matter what point at the process you're right. in, it's just, I don't know. To finally find that is one of the most rewarding things I feel. And it's so cool to see someone else do it. I really want to just genuinely do it. And I know I'm in a relationship, but like clearly still have shit to figure out. So like this <laughs> I know. Well, great. it's all about like pattern, like everything yeah. you were saying, like maybe it could be good for you too. Yeah. I again, haven't like read through all the chapters. <laughs> so I don't want to lead anyone astray because some of my friends were like, well, I do have a long-term boyfriend, but can I still do the calling in the one? And I was like, not, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I don't I'm know. Not, like, I'll tell I'm, you after. Yeah, uh, I'm like, maybe let me read it first and then give you a recommendation recommendation but um just back to your point I don't like yeah like social media marketing doesn't fuel my fire that's what I did at HBO Mm -hmm. and I'm doing the freelance obviously my own TikTok but at the root of it is like the women's wellness the community the that kind of stuff your soul on fire exactly and the TikTok is just kind of like an avenue to promote that that. Mm -hmm. but it's not like doing social media at its core so I think that's why I've been in a flux period too because I'm like 
it's not necessarily this, but I, I don't know what that. it is. Yeah. So much. Because I do freelance, like, photography, videography for, like, restaurants, nonprofits. Right, cool. Love it. Love food. Love, but I'm like, yeah, there's something that wasn't clicking. And then we started doing this podcast and everything. I'm like, this just, and having people on and being able to share ideas. And I think everything kind of comes down to a community. Like, the whole point of being a human is, like, to have a community yeah. and have those connections. Yeah. And then it's such a bonus to have them with people that you never would have mm. otherwise, like, across the world or, like, in a new city. But I so know. true. And I, one of the books, I think it was, like, a Sally Rooney book who wrote, um, you know, the, like, conversation with friends and normal people. I read oh, one of her yeah, other yeah. books. And there was a line in it that basically was, like, friendships and relationships are, like, always the root of, like, what everyone's probably most mm -hmm. interested in. Mm -hmm. So even similarly to what you're doing for the SD network, mm -hmm. like that it's also just, that's what's driving us. Yeah. So it's natural that that's like the direction. That's what I'm interested in talking yeah. about yeah. and doing because yeah. that's our, you know, like, that's at the our basis core. Of, yeah, that's at our core. Exactly. So cool. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I, I love just seeing like you and you and like everybody that a lot of people that I've like had a chance to meet through social media. I think like, hustling to do it too like i know you were working at hbo and doing mm -hmm. like multiple projects at once and like you're taking on all these different like wearing all these different hats and right. i think that that's like super inspirational for other people too to see where yeah it's like yeah like just go out and do it like there's yeah. no like one way to do something and like i don't know it's just really cool to yeah see. there's it, no set recipe for yeah. sure right and it was kind of no coincidence that when I made my first TikTok video that went viral, I was basically just doing funny, you know, trending audios yeah. and stuff. And then the first one I made talking to camera, which mm -hmm. was a dating advice in my car, mm -hmm. being like, this is how to make a guy fall in love with you. <laughs> love um, like it was no coincidence because I was doing marketing at HBO was that like I knew how to do, you know, I yeah. had been like community manager and posting for them. So when people are kind of like, oh my God, it's so crazy. You did the TikTok. I'm like, well, I do have like the professional insight yeah. too that some of my friends who don't even work in marketing yeah. or, um, you know, don't use social media professionally probably wouldn't know. So when I remind my friends of that, they're like, oh yeah, you were doing that it's at like, HBO. Oh, like sense. you probably should know way. how to make right. social media content. And I kind of fell into that in mm -hmm. a weird way too. What did you major in in college? Communications? Um, French studies. <laughs> Which was only because, which is kind of a funny... Because you can do that at Fordham. Because you can do that at Fordham, but also, like, what the hell? I studied abroad in Paris. I d did not know that in Paris, they didn't even really tell me this. You don't sign up. You don't, They don't give you the book of classes that are being offered for that semester to, like, the... Bef the day before you have to enroll and sign up so I get to Paris right I'm like let's see what classes assuming that there's going to be like enough communications classes and it just didn't I took all my classes in French lived with a host family so I was like taking French um long story short didn't shake out like Fordham was like we can't give you these credits for communications <laughs> so I was just racking up a ton of French, French classes and I would call my parents while I'm studying abroad junior year like second semester and I was like so guys it looks like 
the major is going to shake out to be French. But I like, I like. You're like minor in communication. My parents are spending like uh, all their money for me to go to Fordham. And they're like, my dad's like, are you serious? No, he's, uh, but I framed it to them that I was like, I think it's actually going to like be better that I do this. And they were like, okay, whatever. So communications was my minor. This but is literally I, amazing. This is yeah. phenomenal. And then like the, no, the worst part of it is all is like, I don't know any I was, French. Now. I was about to ask you, I don't can you know can no, you say anything no, French? No, like I can, I can, sp- I can speak it, but like if you be- stop practicing, you forget. I used to be fluent in Italian. I can't tell you. I know food. I know how to. Yeah, yeah say something in French. Let's hear it. You got something. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like if I can say anything funny. <laughs> um, I can't even. Je to be fair, <laughs> <laughs> like my name. Yeah, that's amazing. That's that's a great story. Yeah, that is story. the worst part. Is it's like it went one in in one ear, out right the out the other. I mean, yeah. to be fair, most people's majors kind of do the same thing. It's just you, it's not as evident. It's like, can you speak the language still? It's like I don't I don't remember this anything I retained from college. So yeah, it's all good. So then when I was interviewing <sighs> at HBO, like what, right before I was graduating from Fordham and yeah like you know you create your pitch in your head because the first thing they see is like Fordham (laughs) University French studies so I had to like I had a whole spiel as to why like you know that was but I had a lot of extracurricular projects that like spoke even more to I think the role so I just leaned on those heavy I was like don't look at the resume (laughs) which truthfully is kind of matters more like the real life experience is always going to serve you better than a class yeah that's why it's a funny joke now but that is crazy okay worst dating story in LA or San Diego (laughs) good one oh I have a funny story okay we're ready (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I have a funny story. This is what I'm on. A couple weeks ago, I met this guy at a work event, and I thought he was gay. He told, like, no no real question about it. He texted me. I think my TikToks came up for him. Maybe mm-hmm. we exchanged it information, but for whatever, whatever reason, a couple months go by, he hits me up being like, we should get happy hour He's very well connected yeah. in L.A., works in PR, et cetera. I was like, sure, I'm always down to like, you know, meet people and especially for job opportunities, et cetera. So we go to happy hour and um, he starts making comments like being like, you know, you're hot or whatever. And I'm thinking nothing of it because I'm like, he's gay. And but it, and he starts like doing. So we go to happy hour and then it was actually like the coolest, like best date, but also funny because it had this whole backstory we go to happy hour i'm starting to be like oh that was kind of funny that i said that but thinking nothing of it then we go to an art gallery opening which was sick in la that's like a hidden you know event that i had never been to Mm -hmm. free wine coolest people ever i'm seeing like models that i know i'm like holy shit i go up to this model that i love um, maybe you guys know her, Paloma Elsa. Yeah. Yeah. And she's there, like, looking fly as fuck. It, it was really cool. Like, Tyler, the creator, you know, everyone. Yeah, got this, this is like, amazing. Yeah, okay. amazing Sick, event. Yeah. Beautiful, whatever. Super cur- cool art from this artist, Delphine. Delphine. <gasps> Love. Yeah. Wait, that's so Yeah, cool. it was, like, his art. Ca- it was so cool. So I'm Love. having a great time. I'm not even worried yeah. about, I'm like, we're just buddies. We go back to, <laughs> we go back to his apartment. You didn't even know you were on a date. We go back to his apartment. Start smoking weed, talking about Doja Cat for an hour. Again, so you're like he most not definitely think, not thinking anything. 
until like then he starts saying some stuff and I go to the bathroom and I'm like, I think he thinks this is a date, but I'm going to lean in because I'm already here. And he said <laughs> and he also said, I have tickets to a burlesque show at this speakeasy hotel. Like and I kept kind of saying to him like, oh, you know, I might go back to Venice. I might have other plans. You know, I was I didn't yeah. want to like commit the whole night to hang out with yeah. this guy. But then he's talking about this burlesque show. So I'm in the bathroom kind of weighing my options. And I'm like, whatever, I'm still going to go. And we go to this hotel in L.A. called Le Petit Emmertage. Great been there. Yeah. There's so, a whole secret society like within that hotel. Okay, I'm so glad you've been. Yeah. None of my friends have been. So I was trying to no. explain this whole night. And I'm like, keep in mind, I'm with this guy who think he thinks it's a date. But like... It's not. He's he's pulling out all the stops. He's, he's taking you to the, the coolest. We places. go to Petit Emmertage. We go to the, the go, we go to the show mm-hmm. in the room, and I meet these girls who are like our age. Luckily, we're going to sit by the pool, and I'm like in my head, I'm like we can't sit alone and like canoodle on these like beds. So I'm like we gotta find. I gotta find like a it's squad. romantic as hell. Yeah. I gotta find a squad. So we find these. I find these girls who were like visiting from New York City, like our age. Yeah. Like, so I caught a vibe immediately, and I was like these these girls are gonna save me. So then I had a. So then it was like the four of us hanging <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. And while he goes to the bathroom, I was like, I got to tell you guys something. Like, I think that. So I like fill them in and they're like dying laughing. So then anyways, yeah, um, night ends and I'm just like, it's been real, man. Like, like trying to like dab him up. Yeah. And he's like, um, and then long story short, yeah, he confirmed by texting me being like, I'd like to take you out on another date. And I was like, I'd love to be friends. And then, and then he never answered. And so I think that's why I, that's the only reason why I feel comfortable like now telling yeah, the story yeah, because yeah. I'm like I think the I think the bridge has burned the bridge is, it's gone it's <laughs> no I think the bridge has burned the island like floating you know, away, away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so that was like a really funny story that's and it was him. a long date it was, was like we say, had been that's to, like a marathon date it was that a marathon is, date. Yeah. it was such a good petite hermitage everyone's Phenomenal. naked at the pool Sam you can be naked. We got the Emmertage is like yes, yeah, it's, it's like a speakeasy, so Alice in Wonderland, like old Hollywood type place. Oh, you have cool. to be a member to go, but it's like drawing like the Elon Musks and Grimes of the world, right? It's, it's like it's rich, so white, techie, druggy. and everyone had they have their own Burning Man camp that like you can only go to if you're in their Petit Emmertage like Whoa. secret club. I met People some guys all over the world to go to this hotel because you can be naked at the pool. There's no like real rules. I've literally never even heard of this. Cur- this the coolest crazy. like hotel rooms. I yeah. All it's, Alice in Wonderland-y themed. Like it's, it's But it's hidden. not like make-believe in Midtown in New York. Like don't think that. It's like like a cottage. Fresh flowers cottage. everywhere. Like That's it's amazing. like amazing. Where in proper LA is historical. It? It's like at the bottom almost of like Do you know where the London room. is? So like Sunset and the London Hotel? Mm-mm. I mean, I know where Sunset is, obviously, like that part of town. Like so, West yeah. Hollywood, two blocks below WeHo. Wow, and it's like Damn. hidden. It's like Locks. in this gr- the corner of Locks. where it is is like the coolest corner. It's like all there's ivy all ivy. up, like the so balconies sick. on the wall. Yeah, so it was like a great experience, and I was just laughing because I was like, "This is like so sex in the city." Like the whole time, I was like leaning into it, but I was like, "I wish one of my friends were like here to witness yeah. this as well," because like. The story isn't even going to do it justice. The whole time I was just like laughing with myself it's being like, this is insane. so funny. Um, but yeah, that's that's why I like going to, you know, moving to L.A., mm-hmm. go, new experiences, new places. You couldn't do like that, that anywhere else. Like that is very yeah particular to, I feel like, L.A. That's what's cool about New York and L.A. is I feel like there's just so much it, because they're bigger cities. Yeah. You can stumble upon. Cities. 
anything yeah right and any kind of person you, know, you are really just in like the land of opportunity right genuinely. right exactly what is your so take on good. marathon dates versus doing a like hour cap i have mm. plans after gotta go we have thoughts on this yeah i remember i heard you guys on one of your episodes say like you always got to have a plan after mm-hmm. i fall deep into marathon dates so every single fucking time because I, I don't mean, know how to say i can't i'm I like i'm having take. a good I was time at a burlesque show until yeah. like 2 a.m like five hours like in That's yeah mar- but you didn't even t- you weren't really on a date no you were was he was on a date and i was i was i was having an experience <laughs> yeah you were and on an experience a, like you were yeah he, and was, he was on a so date good. you weren't even on a date so yeah. that doesn't count yeah i I guess, yeah, I always have, like, tentative plans. Yeah. I'm always saying, like, I might do this, but, like, if this is fun, like, maybe we'll I'll, can- maybe I'll cancel yeah. all my other friends. So I do like being, like, oh, yeah, my friends are hitting me up to do yeah. A, B, and C. Like, I always kind of have, like, a couple balls in the air, but I guess yeah. I don't really like committing to one thing or the other. Yeah. And the post-date plans don't have to be real. They can be fake as fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have to be planned. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. And then keep it, yeah, and then kind of be like. So you have an escape, you have an out if you need it. Yeah, and I, I don't have a problem being like, not, I don't think it's necessarily rude, but be kind of like being like, oh yeah, like now I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm yeah. start, I, I'm getting better at that. My second question: Are you on Hinge right now? I need any dating apps. I'm not. I deleted my dating apps. Me too. At the beginning Fuck of that. the year, I deleted Hinge and Raya just because a couple of different things but one it was just a you know with tiktok you're spending so much time on your phone i was kind of like again i need to figure out my job situation what i want for these career opportunities and um similarly oh i guess just kind of like in my where i'm at in dating right now is if i'm asking the universe to bring me all these like high value mm-hmm. experiences and opportunities abundance then and I was still kind of like talking to a guy or mm-hmm. dating guys who I don't think were seeing my full value, but I was still giving energy to mm-hmm. these relationships where I was kind of like, I need to st- cut these yeah. kind of out because if I want to attract that, what am I telling the universe by continuing to like mm-hmm. talk to this guy who is never going to really value me yeah. the way that I need to be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I just kind of like cut some things out and was really just like I gotta focus yeah mm-hmm. um so I'm still a little bit in that I mean summer's rolling around so you know they, I've loosened up a tad but now I'm starting the calling in the one book so I'm like no like no one that talk. doesn't align I'm like no no yeah, yeah. Talk today. I'm calling in the one like oh I can't I can't I uh, also think like if you can come up to me in person and say something that's just 20 times better than these apps because half the time like you match you don't ever talk to anybody yeah I think that I've um had my best experiences on dating apps I guess I just a few was like matching with someone who maybe you've already met or like a friend of a yeah, friend yeah. yeah so being like the catalyst to connect you to someone yes. when I moved to LA that happened a guy that I had met once at a party in San Diego you know because people are back and forth yes. yeah. I go on hinge and then that's like we had already met once in person that's a perfect situation yeah. to be like ideal on it's a like date. a reason to go on a date right now yeah. let's go on a date because we've connected here so that I think for having Hinge and still kind of seeing who's in your area, mm-hmm. what's going on, is where I've, even in New York, I, I had a similar yeah. situation. Those were probably like 
the most comfortable. Yeah. It's always nice to have some comment, like some level of commonality before you just like see someone's photos. Like literally what is Hinge have like five photos and five prompts that usually men are so terrible at answering before you decide, (laughs) oh, I'm going to go give an hour and a half of my day after I just worked all day and I have other shit to do to like some complete stranger. That's a lot. It's a lot of energy. It is a lot of energy. Right. It is so true. You only have a certain allotment of energy to give each day. Mm -hmm. You should be giving the majority to yourself. But then the rest that you have, you want to give it to work or personal projects or whatever it is. Relationships, family, yada, yada. Yeah. Not waste it on shit that's not worth it or worth your time. Totally. And I do think I am one of those types of people who's like, if I don't have, if I don't at least feel like comfortable where Mm -hmm. I am career wise, like I want to get that settled. Yeah. Almost first or like simul- at least feel like I'm moving in the right direction because I won't be able to like focus on yeah. a relationship if that if I don't feel like at least solid yeah. I wholeheartedly in, in feel that. that yeah so that's still kind of like the phase that I'm in right now which is a little different than like how I'm coming across on TikTok sometimes but I will say the tactics that I'm using are like still being used yeah, yeah. but I'm not like actively dating new people necessarily yeah. but you, you're drawing from the experience and the knowledge you have from when you were in the yeah. trenches of the going on full-blown dates in San Diego in yes LA. or if like an an you know, a guy from my past like circles back or something and then we're talking again. You're like, oh, new, this like, reminds me. A new idea will spark. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a lot of my, truthfully, a lot of my TikTok videos are about one guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it seems like I'm like dating all these people, but I like, oh, it's w- mostly one guy who gave me. He's your muse. He's my muse. He gave me a lot of inspiration to use and I've just tested so a lot of things yeah. with him. Like kind of what you were saying. I feel like I had some experiences where I felt like I was getting played Mm -hmm. and then I kind of was like no I'm not getting played anymore and that's when I met this guy and then I made the TikTok video so it was all very like happening at the same time yeah I kind of was like I'm ready for a new mentality started met this guy on hinge in San Diego and then got after we were hanging out one day got an idea and made the first TikTok video yeah I love that God, you guys, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, you need to watch her, like, how to play the player videos because they're fucking amazing. Yeah, I got to keep going with that series. They're so good and shit that I really could have used at a point in my dating history would have came in really handy if I had that. Yeah. Not now. Yeah, now it's now I am much more, I don't know, it just takes practice. Like, yeah. I've, it's not like I've always been, like, super confident with guys. I even made a video the other day where it's like I did feel, like, intimidated by men for a lot yeah. of, you know, like, even and in like college. And, like, going up to them. Yeah, exactly. Going up to them or just, like, stand, I don't know. Just I, I've really grown into myself as, mm-hmm. like, a woman, I should say, in that way. Where then you just get a little bit of practice under your belt and now yeah. you're like, oh, like I'm confident in this. Yeah. yeah. You can also let things roll off, at least for me, because I had never been single until I was like 27, basically. I was like, oh, like it's not every, it's not everyone you meet you're going to have a relationship with or like this yeah. like actual connection with. So yeah. letting things roll off easier. Because I used to so be like, true. but what if like the potential? And I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Something not. I really like too is like when you think about, your friendships. I think I read this somewhere. Like my friendship with one friend, I have a connection with her and then I have a connection with this friend. 
my connection with friend or the second friend doesn't take away from, from the connection friend, yeah. with the first. So when you think about people in that way or guys or just friend, mm-hmm. whoever it might be that you're connected with, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not taking away from mm-hmm. the other. No, oh, I like that. That's a great so perspective. True. Yeah. I was talking to my friend about this this morning because she's going through a situation where like she just saw her ex like big love ex-boyfriend. Right. She just found out that he was like dating someone new and it like hit her like a ton of bricks and it was like it's just so weird like she's so yeah different from me and all the things that he mm. said that he loved about me are like not evident in this uh, person so like yeah. i don't understand how he could love someone else and i was like trying to explain to her and i'd be interesting to get your guys' thoughts on this but it's like you can love so many different things in people mm-hmm. and like just because he may love someone else right now doesn't mean that he didn't or doesn't still love you and like you can still love him and not be with him and mm-hmm. you guys can love each other and not be good for each other but like just because he's with somebody who's not the same that you were like doesn't represent the same qualities you did doesn't mean that he's not allowed to like those things or that right. he likes those things in you any less like it's just different yes I think that that's like something I've had to come to terms with a lot with even like comparing myself to other girls yeah like one woman's beauty doesn't take away from yes, the other exactly like you're not pinning two bad bitches against each other mm. rihanna and beyonce aren't in a room and you're like well now you're like yeah. no they're both we can both be yeah. Yeah, yeah like we can all be ourselves and yeah. unique and own who you are and when you think of it when you take yourself out of it and you think of other people in that way then i can insert myself yeah. and be like oh okay so i don't need to feel intimidated yeah. if he's now dating a girl who looks nice, nothing like me I will say or something exactly. like that. Yeah, the blonde so brunette true. thing definitely always gets tossed in there. I'm like, dated all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I know. When like you're your like, type. Yeah, but you're like, oh, you have, a, you have a history. You have, repeat, you have a very specific history. Have you noticed that with any guys that you've dated? Just like here and there, like I, I feel like it's such like a young mentality to have. You're like, oh, do you like blondes or brunettes? Yeah. Right. But it's such a, it's like, you are attracted initially to certain things and certain people Mm -hmm. and like that's just human nature but it is when you look at it from that perspective it's like no it doesn't mean it just means that maybe there was something about that person that they were very interested in it doesn't have to be boiled down to certain that's the cool thing about dating too it's like you find different things in different people that you like where you're like like that's I think the coolest thing to learn in dating where you're like, oh, I actually right. thought I wanted this in someone. But then I was talking to this guy that had this about him or was like super into this. Yeah. But, and like and showed me like, that. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, wow, I do like that. Or like and then you just I don't know. I just think there's so much like value in dating around based on who you are, of course. But like there's so many different things to admire and like and like be attracted to in someone. Looks Absolutely. Wise, not looks wise, like everything. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. You're so just kind of noticing what feels good to me. Yeah, for sure. I need to go on more dates. If anyone wants to go on a date, let me know. I'll go on a date with you anytime. <laughs> no, like we literally go on the most. You're we the person I've dated the most in San Diego. We have been dating pretty seriously. Now. That's the best thing about female friendships too mm-hmm. is I'm like, I never feel empty without mm-hmm. a serious relationship yeah. because I have so much support and love. And abundance. Yeah, and abundance. Mm-hmm. And like even just there's a level of intimacy with your female friends Mm -hmm. because you're so close and can tell each other anything that like yes of course I do want a serious relationship with a man but I don't have to see it as like oh this area isn't filled in my life I have been feeling that so much because I even was saying I was like I want to be single for this whole summer because I obviously was in a really long relationship where I want to foster those female friendships because when I was in that relationship obviously you put the person you're like you were referencing like breaking up with being single but Mm -hmm. 
I, you put so much effort into the person that you're dating. You see that you're, or I thought I was building a life with forever. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, wow. Like now I get to pour everything into meeting new girlfriends and mm-hmm. like having those girls nights and having this and that. I'm like, it's such a beautiful change for me that I, I'm like really basking in it right now. Cause I'm like, yeah. I'm not in a rush. And enjoy it. Cause like, I mean, that was the best part of like my breakup moving out here was mm-hmm. like, finding these like incredible female friendships that like rebuilt me as a human being Mm -hmm, and I I always I struggled with friendships in high school not so much high school mostly in college like sorority life was gnarly at certain points you know what Mm -hmm. I mean so like finding a really like core group of female friends (laughs) and like learning how to balance that while also being in a relationship like I don't know it's so cool to have that time of being like single and independent to invest in your friendships because Mm -hmm. that's what really stands the test of time no matter what like you can be in a relationship and spend your whole life with somebody but like god girlfriends and best friends is just like a type of love that you can't find in a yeah in a romantic it's different partner. Yeah. it's just yeah. so different i yeah. love being a girl i love like, I, really I, I was joking yes. I, I don't know girls. who i was joking with the other night with some of our guy friends or like maybe my friends boyfriends and i was like y'all will never understand You'll no never like, you will never yeah. understand what we have yeah. no like so true one more anecdote but then they love hanging out you know it'll be the girls and one boyfriend I'm like yeah you want to be yeah. a part yeah. of this <laughs> like, like you love it too but that's like such a big thing for me is guys who like are want to hang out with the girls yeah. are for the girls recognize that yeah. like women are magical like I want to hang out with you and your friends as much as possible yeah. and luckily a lot of my friends boyfriends are right. totally yeah. like and that. have that yeah. emotional intelligence to like be able to have those conversations in a setting where it's like one guy and all the girls yeah. talking about that and they yeah. they like partaking in it. Yeah. I'm sorry if you have anything to do today. Yeah. No, let's no, let's I, wrap this because if you've literally been talking your ear off. I have one thing that yeah. like, just came up that I want to like one more subject that I feel like we should yeah. talk about. Anything you want. Is, also, have you guys had any <laughs> female friends who you have a really close friendship and then she gets a boyfriend and like you kind of feel dumped? And you're kind of like, oh, like now we're not friends anymore. You know, that's a trope. Everyone tells you that that happens mm-hmm. sometimes. But until it like really happens to you, you don't like know yeah. the feelings. And that happened to me within the past year or two of like a really close friend. Mm-hmm. And it like felt like a breakup. Like I was crying. Like even yeah. still now, it like feels like an ex almost yeah. because we were like, so so close she's one of my best friends yeah and now it's like we don't talk like i'm ghosted dude she I'm, ghosted me i'm so happy <laughs> and i was like what the fuck i'm so sad i'm so happy that you bring this up because i will be honest that that is my biggest insecurity in being in a relationship because like i was saying like being with my friends and being single and being independent this past year was like I put the girls first like I was like for the girls and I was dating here and there but like I literally was like I was talking to this Padres player last year right like he played on the team and was like I left tickets for you at the front like for you and your friends like come to the game and I was like okay cool like I'll go but like I have a girls dinner before and the girls dinner turned into like a a girls night out and like all the girls were wanting to go out and hang out and I was like the last thing I'm gonna do is leave right now like fuck that sorry Padre yeah (laughs) very casually yeah like your tickets I was like yeah no fuck that I'm not going he never talked to me again he was so pissed about that oh yeah because I just I just I was like I didn't even tell him I wasn't going and then he texted me after he was like how was the game and I was like wait that's a savage <laughs> move on the Padres player <laughs> fuck you Padres yeah, and aren't they losing you. a lot this yeah, year? yeah he's still on the team he's also playing terrible so like he's still on the team yeah he's, he's like very yeah yeah he's on the team but whatever it's fine <laughs> but I was this. like no I'm not gonna like 
leave the girls. I don't know, whatever. So I was like very much in this mindset of like girls first, girls first. Because in my, with my ex fiance, like I had a situation where like I was the one who unintentionally like ghosted my best friend, Allie, who I was telling you guys about, like my girl in New York. And she's still my best friend to this day. But like me and my ex, we went zero to 100. It was like all of a sudden I moved in with him. And every waking second I was with him. And after work, I was with him. And before I was doing that with Allie. Like Mm -hmm. we have like almost a codependent friendship. Like I'd sleep on her couch every other night. Like we were fucking. Mm, so then you meet this guy in New York and then and then she replaced. was probably like, oh, my gosh. And like, she was going through like a weird relationship phase, like kind of in like a breakup mode. She was just kind of like her life changed so quickly. And like without me realizing it, like, I don't know, I didn't I didn't give our friendship like that enough credit of mm-hmm. like how close we were. And it was really fucking hard for her. And we had like some real conversations about it and obviously like worked through it. But that was something I was like, I do not want to repeat this in yeah. my next relationship. Yeah. And I've been struggling as part of breaking up with being single, like genuinely like finding that balance because I've never been in a healthy, balanced relationship before where I know like the appropriate amount of time to spend with my boyfriend versus my friends, right. like when to include him and when to not. Right. And, like, even Lane and I had a conversation about this because like I started spiraling a few weeks ago and I was like, not like like lane was like out like doing stuff that like i wanted to be doing but like i was like had plans with my boyfriend or just like things like we just were like missing each other yeah. like on that and i was like getting really insecure i was like am i being the like cliche like i get a boyfriend and then all i do is hang out with my boyfriend mm-hmm. and i did not want to do that and we were like voice memoing back and forth i was like I love you. I'm sorry. Like, is this happening? Like, I was just like asking my other friends, like, am I doing it wrong? Because it's something that is so fucking yeah. real. And yeah. you want to try to like not do. I don't know. So I don't really have advice about it other than being like self-aware. Right. As yeah. like the person in the relationship, like mm-hmm. what's right and what's not, you know? Yeah. And I think it's also it's different when it lands on each friend because it's what point of their life are they in as yeah. well? Because you even saying that to me because I was in such a long-term relationship I it didn't even cross my mind that because I have been in that situation and yeah. I'm like no I totally get it plus you always drop the invite when it isn't just like a solo date yeah. that I don't feel that way but it's such a real feeling when so you real. feel mm-hmm. sideswept or just like oh well we had plans but I guess you know that's more important you know and it is that weird like tightrope yeah. of yeah. and it's I feel like easier said than done right you mm-hmm. don't want to be that girl you're like I'm not gonna I feel like I'm someone who would be like what I'd never be that mm-hmm. girl but I have to actively and I have as I matured realized like how hard that balance creating that balance yes. really is yes. yeah and that yeah it's easier said than done yeah. and also I think in real when things happen in real life like to you it's you could play out a scenario in your head four thousand times but when it happens yeah. it's always gonna unfold yeah. a little bit differently the lesson's gonna hit a little harder and you're like oh this yeah. is what everyone said like, you're like, like right yeah. gotta learn it for myself but yeah they were pretty spot on yeah. like it's so interesting too and i think it's like tough no matter what like as you like through your 20s you'll find like all of your friends are gonna be you guys can be the same age but everybody's gonna be at different stages right. at, at, on different paces and timelines so like Whereas like you may be in a really serious relationship and thinking about moving in with your boyfriend, your other friend may have like is like traveling all over the world or like right. just like in her like crazy like feral single girl era. And so it's like, how do you guys like support one another yeah. in that and mm-hmm. maintain your friendship and mm-hmm. like cheer each other on in these different phases while also understanding that yeah. it's not always going to be as it was before. And it's OK right. for it to change because everybody's right. kind of like moving on their own path and their own. Yeah. Timeline. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Like you really do have to focus on your journey mm-hmm. and not compare your journey to, to your friends. Else's. Yeah. And support them. Oh, yeah. hi, Bodie. Oh, hey. mascot. You yeah. weren't in the video Little today. Bodie boy. Hi. Bodie break. Oh, hi. he's like, I, I want the new, the new girl to give me some love. Yeah. <laughs> we need to have you back on at some point, like after maybe the book club and after all this stuff yes. to get like updates. Because I feel like I yeah, really want to sure. stay close on all the shit you're doing because it's just so cool definitely i would love oh, I'm to i'm fully invested i'm fully invested this me was, too. i mean I'm me so too fun. i'm driving up whenever i'm in la i'm letting you know i'm there and i'm gonna just, i'm in la all the time i need to hit you up i know i'm like literally Let's definitely do something I'm in there LA. next week and then whenever you're down here I'm also back next weekend there we go so we'll be out and about we you love should definitely it. join and my friend eva is always and brianna too brianna might be moving but might be staying mm-hmm. in san diego hopefully she does um but she's always like looking for more girlfriends yeah. too. Let's so likewise, it'll be fun for us all to do something. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you for coming thank on. Thank you there, so thank much you for, for having me, on. you guys. Anything so else fun. you'd yeah, like to leave the listeners with? Not really. This is like my favorite thing to do. Just talking with the girls. Yeah. Sunday, like. Sunday, a little hungover hanging yeah. on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, this is my hobby. <laughs> so I guess this is the one She's thing I She's got eyes. We found it. If you have anybody to set Lane up with, slide into my DMs and I'll facilitate the meet and greet because <laughs> I'm taking over as like da- Lane's dating, dating manager. manager. I'm going to start wow, facilitating some setups. That's amazing. Dude, yeah. I'm, I'm well taken care of in this house. So the so. roster is open and we're looking for slots to be found. We don't know. I don't know if I can handle the roster but also, we'll get there please be above the age of 27 because lane's oh. getting a lot of like young men <laughs> 21 <laughs> years old look, last night i you go also look pretty young so people probably don't think that you're what how old 28, are you i'm turning 20. 29 in august yeah you don't look like you're turning 29 <laughs> like i definitely <laughs> last night that's why when you said you went to fordham i was like we definitely are the same and i'm like year no no old. i graduated in 2016 Flirted with this cougar. Flirted with this fatal robber. Yeah, we need. If you're gonna try to sign up to be one of Lane's boyfriends, you need to be above above the age of 27. See, because you've got everything below 27 covered. That's who you're naturally like. Yeah, above, even higher. Yeah, we're gonna like. You know what it is? I think that guys won't come up to me that are older because they genuinely don't. They're like, oh no, like she's younger, like too young that could be it too i don't know it's a it's a working theory i haven't been on too many dates but they've all majority have been younger and i'm like that's i I feel like when i'm in and i haven't even done this enough but san diego la i'm always curious about like where yeah where are the single 30 something guys yeah not out in pb i'm guys at and they're not at thrusters yeah unfortunately (laughs) i feel like tiktok always leads me to be like go to hotel bars go to happy hours early and i always say that you know me and my friends okay kayla we're gonna do this this weekend Uh or it's always an idea floating around but we haven't haven't actually like committed to really doing it but i do think should we do this next weekend yeah you should come to la and we should try to find yes we should go on a mission someone old enough for me me because i'm gonna be there end of next week and i was thinking of staying friday night and then we can yeah, we should do a hotel let's do a bar hotel moment. bar like go try to i find. love this idea okay guys we gotta cook now now we got ideas <laughs> in the oven let's like make it happen all right <laughs> i'm excited um okay fiona thank you so much for coming on thank, thank you. you guys this is so much fun so fun i'll be back bye bye love you guys <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Oh, oh, so fun oh, wow